Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris or Velosos on social media. Welcome back to So Over 50 podcast on So Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. So Organized Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us on Survey 50 podcast as we take a sneak peek into what it's like to be a So Over 50 guest editor. So Over 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Janine or Janine ERM is a very busy sewist and has been a guest editor for Sew Over 50. Janine is here today to chat about her experiences as a Sew Over 50 guest editor and yes, we'll also chat about her sewing life. Thanks for being today's Sew Over 50 guest today, Janine. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. It's been a pleasure to be able to provide Sew Over 50 podcasts and now that you're here, it's actually nice to have someone who's been also supporting Sova 50 for so long as well. Well, thank you. So when you started to follow Sova 50, did you imagine that you would be a guest editor as well? I actually didn't know what I was doing with Instagram. When I found Sova 50, I'd been on Facebook for years and stumbled my way over to Instagram and didn't really understand the hashtags. So when I found Sova 50, I had no idea that it was not just a way to mark my makes as being made by someone over 50. Mm -hmm. It's a huge community. So it was kind of a surprise that A, there were so many people over 50 who were sewing and who were posting, but more than that, that it was so well organized. Judith and Sandra had done such a fantastic job of creating a whole community. So when I found it, of course, I followed it and I tagged, but I happen to be one of those perennial volunteers. So if I see that people ask for help, I'm usually one of the first who says, I'm happy to help. Um, So it kind of turned pretty quickly from knowing nothing about Instagram to participating as a guest editor from time to time. How long were you then a volunteer for Salva 50? Well, I did, I think, a few occasional help us out posts early on. And then not too long before the pandemic started. So I think it would have been January 2020. Mm -hmm. There were a few of us who were set up as regular guest editors. So we would cover a Saturday or a Sunday every other week. So for, I think it was eight or 10 months I did it every other weekend. Mm -hmm. And then after that, if Sandy needed help sometimes, she was taking a few days off, I would jump in and take care of things. And I think the last time I was guest editor was when Sandy and Judith both were going to be away for a week. So I just posted stories and a few things like that. So it carried on really for, it's been close to two years, surprisingly. Yeah, when you first put your hand up to say, I'll help. And you've helped out consistently pretty much ever since. You know, there've been times when everything's under control and they have a million other wonderful topics and volunteers, Mm -hmm. but I'm always there if they need me. I spend too much time on Instagram. So that's a much more productive way to spend my Instagram time. For listeners who are thinking about being a guest editor, can you describe what that's like? Typically. 
typically when I've been a guest editor, I'll start thinking about what I want to post. Maybe I'll see something that's really interesting or I'll have something in mind. And then on the day that I'm the guest editor, I'll create the post and then I monitor the comments and the questions. But at the same time, I'm also watching the So Over 50 hashtag. Mm -hmm. And if there are any great posts there or even interesting things or new faces that we haven't seen, I'll highlight those and put those on stories. So it's really just coming up with one idea and then monitoring things. It's pretty simple and it's fun because you get to see everything that's going on that day. You really take a good look at everybody's posts for the day. That whole day, you're watching what happens on the post that you've put on, but you're also looking at the hashtag for anything else to put into stories. That's right. The fact that you moved from Facebook to Instagram and didn't know how to navigate, you've come quite a long way, haven't you? Well, if you spend enough time looking at one of those screens, <laughs> you can figure it out. I think you know, it's, it's pretty scary if I look at my screen time every week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But I tell you, the so over 50 Instagram tip posts are absolutely golden. I have learned more there than I have anywhere else. And I even tell my 30-year-old nieces Mm -hmm. that if they want to learn how to use Instagram, they have to go to so over 50 because we know more than they do. And you're right. Those Instagram posts that so over 50 does to teach us are gold. They really are very easy to understand. And then you can deal with Instagram a whole lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Janine, do you have to be an expert at a topic to be a guest editor? Oh, absolutely not. I'm not an expert at anything when it comes to sewing. I mean, really what you're doing is you're kind of a conduit between what other people post and the Sew Over 50 community as a whole. So you just take what other people have posted. You find the experts or the people who are very creative Mm -hmm. or the people who have wonderful ideas and you just take their information and kind of broadcast it. You don't have to be an expert. And when people post questions or comments on posts, most of the time it's, gee, I really like that or what a great idea. But if someone happens to at some point say, I just made that top and I had a terrible time with the collar stand. Yep. You can say, oh, well, let's put out a sewing SOS. You don't have to answer their question. You just say, well, let's find somebody else who can help you. So you certainly don't need to be an expert at anything. And you don't even need to be an expert at Instagram because, well, you can read all the very helpful, so over 50 (laughs) tips that are there, or it's as simple as being able to post and reply and hit the heart emoji and that's about it. And I think you've just answered, you know, one of those issues that people have in their minds of, you know, if you've had a great experience with something and then someone else hasn't, the easiest thing, as you said, is, okay, let's put a call out and see who can help you. And that's, that's brilliant engagement. Well, we have so many people who know how to do absolutely everything. And I think a lot of the time, people are not necessarily comfortable putting out a post saying, I just did this wonderful thing with a buttonhole. But if somebody says, do you know how to do anything with a buttonhole? They're happy to share it. So I think so many people who sew are 
introverted by nature. Mm-hmm. So we're not likely to toot our own horns. And so this is a really great way for people to just, oh, I can answer a question. I don't necessarily want to raise my hand and do a post on, on something, but I'm happy to help someone else. Yep. And that's one of the great things about the Server 50 community is that we're helping each other and being supportive. Oh, yes. It's a very supportive community. I agree. With your experience that you've had that you've, you know, continued to do as a volunteer for So Over 50, would you do it all over again? Oh, absolutely. For me, it came along at really the perfect time. My husband, until not that long ago, traveled for work four days a week. So I was on my own all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And everybody's communities, of course, just completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it was just lemonade out of lemons. It was just so nice to know that there were people out there that you could continue to talk about things that you enjoyed. People were still doing great things. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I know I got a thousand times more out of it than I put into it. That's really great to hear. And I'm, I'm hoping that others who have been thinking about volunteering for guest posts for Server 50 will now feel more more comfortable to be able to do that for them. Yeah. As long as you don't mind spending a little bit of time looking at a screen for a day, (laughs) then anyone can do it. It's really good to hear. Very reassuring. So can we go to your Instagram name? It's Janine ERM. How did you develop that name? (laughs) Well, When I joined Instagram, I wanted to use my first name and my last name initial, but someone had stolen that name already. Hmm. Then I wanted to use the name that I used for my YouTube channel and someone had stolen that name too. (laughs) So I just wound up with my name and my initials. And, And actually I was so surprised that there were at least two other women over 50 who are named Janine and spell their name the same way. And they happen to follow so over 50. And who knew? Hmm. I always had a name that people didn't know how to spell or pronounce. And yet we're all over 50 and we all sew. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It is. You've said that you've got a YouTube channel. That starts to answer my question of where we can find you online. So where can we find you online? I have a little YouTube channel where I talk about me trying to improve my sewing, but more than that, fitting my body as I get older. And my YouTube name is Janine Sews. So it's, I'm not going to teach anybody anything, but it's more, gee, you know, does this look okay? Um, How does this work? Uh, just, Just navigating through developing a wardrobe as bodies change as we age. So this is you sharing your discoveries and your learnings. Yes, just kind of extending it from Instagram. As I said, I think a lot of us are introverts. I'm absolutely an introvert. Up for some reason, I don't mind looking at a camera and talking. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Very much so. What sewing are you the most proud of, Janine? I don't make complicated or fancy things, mm-hmm. but what I'm most proud of is. My mom sewed most of our clothes when I was a kid, and she's now quite elderly. She can't sew, 
but I can make things for her. Right. So I've got her measurements. I can make things that she likes in colors she likes. It just kind of feels like it's full circle, just giving that back to her. She can't shop anymore. And I think it's something that I get the most joy out of. And it's good because it's also, you know, you're, you're giving back what she gave to you, but also after a certain age, you can't find ready to wear as easily. Right. You know, it's quite scarce. So you're, you're providing this gift to your mum and it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. Now, turning to sewing for yourself, Janine, what styles do you love the most? What I really loved that I've seen lately is Carolina Herrera's spring summer collection. She has beautiful detail in the shoulders, pleats, some stuff that's kind of reminiscent of big old shoulder pads, but it's a really pretty feature on otherwise somewhat simple garments. What I loathe, I don't just dislike, I loathe mm-hmm. skinny jeans and leggings and anything that is tight down to the ankle. I need some volume below the knee. I guess I'm truly a child of the 70s and the 80s, but yeah. I cannot stand anything skinny legged. So you need a boot cut and probably a flared. Boot cut or straight cut, proper straight cut, not skinny straight cut or flared or big old wide leg pants. Oh, yep. Yeah. Janine, do you have a signature clothing color? I like things with a little bit of stretch, not just knits, some wovens with some stretch and color. I have always been someone who was all about pink, but when I look in my closet, everything is blue. So apparently I like blue more than I like pink. So in your mind, you love pink, but the reality is you wear blue more. Yeah, I do have a lot of pink around, but I seem to wear a lot of blue. And and I only like things that are cool toned colors. I don't like warm tone colors, just cool tone colors. When you're working on a project that just isn't working, what words go through your mind to get you back on track again? Something Elizabeth Taylor said, pour yourself a drink, put on some lipstick and pull yourself together. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's being resilient. Yes. (laughs) Um, My mom would always say to us, everything's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Everything always works out. Maybe not the way you planned, but it always works out. Lovely. Is there anyone that you'd like to talk to from your past? If if I only pick one person, I'd pick my paternal grandmother because... Mm -hmm. I've done some genealogy work and there are some very interesting family secrets that I would like to get to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. But if, if I could have two, I would pick both of my grandmothers because they were both immigrants to Canada. One came from England, one came from Norway. And I guess I would want to say, what did you leave? I'd love to know what they left behind. I know about life here, yep. but they had very different lives over there. Yeah, that would be really good to find out. Yeah. Yeah. So before we finish, what advice would you give listeners who want to be a guest editor for Sew Over 50? I would say just raise your hand. (laughs) It's not scary at all. Sandy and Judith are so welcoming and so lovely, and they'll help you all along the way. And I think that it helps you to expand 
your view of the group as a whole, because you wind up seeing a much larger expanse. So raise your hand, put yourself out there and give it a try. You have nothing to lose. It is so not scary. (laughs) That's right. Hopefully listeners will feel more encouraged to put their hand up now. Yes. And if somebody is scared, they can call me and I will help them. (gasps) Thank you, (laughs) Janine. Seriously. I mean, if somebody's concerned about it and they want it, they want to talk about it, or even if you say, you know, I'm, I'm guest editor one day, will you help me if, if I need help during the day? Of course. I'm happy to help. Janine, thank you for helping me out with this podcast to be on Sober 50s podcast today. It's been such a joy and a pleasure for me to actually meet you in person. So I hope listeners will also feel the same way that I do about finally meeting you in person. So thank you. Thank you, Maria. I am so honored to speak to you. I love your podcast. I really appreciate how you bring us all together. Oh, and it's all for Sober 50 because they bring us all together on Instagram. They sure do. Thank you again so much, Janine. Listeners, if you have a guest post idea that you'd like to manage for Sober 50, make sure you direct message them on Instagram and get started. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode for Sober 50 podcast on Solvenized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Janine, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organized Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our So Over 50 podcast archive. There are over 130 free So Over 50 podcasts to listen to. I hope that you'll support our podcast production through our Patreon account. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.